Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week. This week, I want to talk to you about a very important topic, turning conversations into clients. Now, let me set up a scenario so you can understand this more clearly. Let's say, for example, you've been marketing your services diligently and uh, you get an email from a potential client. She is the marketing director of some big B2B company and she is inquiring into your white paper writing services. She wants to talk to you about potentially writing a white paper for her which is a very high-paying gig, so obviously you're, you're very excited about this. Now, she may be uh, uh, contacting a few other writers as well, but you're, at least you're on her shortlist. So what you are going to do, and what those other writers will probably do as well, is you'll set up a phone conversation with her, and you'll have a conversation with her about her white paper project. And obviously, how you handle that phone conversation with that client. Uh, To the extent that you impress her uh, is going to play a huge role in whether or not you land that project. If you uh, have a great conversation with her, if she feels very confident in in your writing services, if she likes you, if you really impress her, then you'll probably get the job. If the opposite happens, then some other writer might get the job. So having that, having a very effective conversation with her is very important. In sales, we call this the initial sales conversation. You're having that initial conversation with a potential client, and a lot happens in a short period of time. She makes that client will make a lot of judgments about you in that in a very short period of time. So it's important to have an effective sales conversation with a potential client. Now there are three different approaches that copywriters tend to take during this initial conversation with a potential client. To use our scenario, let's say you are, are, uh, you set up a phone conversation with this B2B marketing director, you call her at the, at the uh, appointed time, and you know, you're talking about white papers with her and talking about her project with her. There's three approaches you can take. One is what I call the temp job approach, The other one is what I call the sales pitch approach. And the third approach is what I call the consultive approach. Let me explain each one in detail. These are the three most common ways or approaches that writers take to this initial sales conversation with a potential client. Number one, the the temp job approach. This is where you are simply being reactive, um, as if you're being interviewed for a temp job. You know, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll phone the prospect for your phone appointment. You'll say, uh, you know, she'll say, I want to talk to you about writing a white paper. And then you're totally reactive. You ask questions like, well, what do you want me to write? What is the topic of the white paper? How many pages is the white paper? How will I get the information that I need? Um, do, you, you know, do you have any questions for me about my white paper writing services? Um, you know, when do you need this done by? A lot of questions about scope, a lot of questions that are very much like you're applying for a job 
and you simply want to make sure the client gets all their questions answered so hopefully you'll get the job. That is the temp job approach. Does it work? Yeah, it works sometimes. But because you're sounding like an applicant for a job, then you know, you're simply positioning yourself with a lot of other applicants for that white paper writing gig. And you know, you're not really positioning yourself in a way that is advantageous, that increases your chances of getting the job. So that's a temp job approach, and I don't recommend it. Another approach that uh, some writers take is the complete opposite of this. Not very many writers take this approach, but there's some that do. And that's what I call the sales pitch approach. So you'll get on the phone with the prospect. She wants to talk to you about uh, a white paper writing project. And you start saying stuff like, you know, hire me today and I'll take 10% off the project price. <laughs> or, and the, or you start giving them a list of your qualifications. You know, I'm an award-winning white paper writer. I've written 12 white papers. One of my white papers got 4 million downloads. I, I have this credential and that credential and blah, blah, blah. And you start listing your credentials to try to sell them. Or, you know, or some writers actually take this to the next level and they sometimes will play hard to get and they won't even, uh, um, they won't even set that initial appointment with the prospect. Instead, they'll say something like, you know, you have to talk to my assistant first and she'll pre-qualify you before you have a meeting with me because uh, I'm a big shot copywriter. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, that kind of nonsense. So there is that approach as well you can take it, this hard sell, really tactical sales approach to the, to the meeting. And that doesn't really work well at all. Sometimes it does. Most often it doesn't, especially with B2B marketing directors. They'll tend to roll their eyes and they'll just move on to the next writer. So that approach doesn't work well. The temp job approach works sometimes, but it's not the best approach. So what does work? The third approach. The third approach is what I call the consultive approach. And what I mean by the consultative approach is this, is that when you have that initial conversation with the marketing manager, talking to her about her white paper project, right out of the gate, you play the role of the helpful consultant and you try to add value, you try to uh, offer great advice right out of the gate. You're not trying to sell yourself. You're not applying for the job. You're treating this conversation as if it's a project meeting where, where she is tapping your expertise, as if you're being paid for it, right? So you'll ask, you know, you'll ask about their problems and you'll ask about what they want to accomplish. In fact, one of the most important questions you can ask is, uh, what do you want to accomplish with this white paper? What are you hoping to accomplish? You know, what goals do you want to achieve in your marketing with this white paper? Are you trying to establish thought leadership? You're trying to generate leads? So you're taking that consultative approach. You're asking a lot of questions about what they want to achieve with the white paper. And, you know, you're trying to offer ideas and, and suggestions and strategies to make their white paper project more successful. You may even be giving them advice right away on the phone about how to make that, that white paper great. You, you may talk to them about what makes uh, for a great topic if they haven't chose a topic yet, or what, uh, what are some of the criteria 
and strategies for coming up with an effective title that'll gain the, the attention and interest of their target market. So you're freely sharing your expertise with the client, never selling yourself, never applying for the job, but being the consultant and adding as much value as you can during that initial sales conversation. So even if you don't get the job, uh, that client has been helped tremendously by you. That is the approach that I take when I have an initial conversation with a brand new prospect about a new project. As I take that consultive approach, I've tried the other approaches over the years, and I find the the consultive approach works best. Now, why does it work best? Well, first of all, taking this consultive approach is it positions you as as a likable expert. My friend Michael Katz is a marketing consultant, and he's built his business around helping solo professionals become likable experts, because at the end of the day, that's who people hire, the likable expert. So when I come on the phone or I go into a live meeting with a prospect and she's trying to decide whether to hire my writing services or not, I act like that likable expert right away. I start giving advice. I start uh, asking questions about what they want to achieve. I try to, be, I try to be the best consultant I can and the best advisor I can and freely share my expertise with them uh, at that initial conversation. Because I know that's what what uh, that's what a likable expert does, and at the end of the day, clients like to hire the expert that they like. So be that likable expert, and this approach does that for you. Another reason why this consultative approach works well is that clients respond to it much better. I can tell you that within two or three minutes of getting on the phone with a potential client, um, you can you can hear it in their voice how, um, I was going to use the word impressed, but that's not quite the right word. They just seem awestruck that, you're, that, you, that they're talking to someone who's, who's given them this advice and is taking this approach. They probably spoke to a lot of writers who are trying to sell them or a lot of writers who are trying to sit back and, and, and just answer questions and be a temp employee. And, and it's rare that they, they talk to someone who takes this consultative approach. And it does impress them. And they find it very refreshing. So clients respond to this approach very, uh, very well. And in fact, they, they get a sense from this approach that that's what they're going to get from you if they work, for you, work with you. They're going to get this likable expert, this someone who freely shares their expertise. Number three, uh, third reason why this works well is that it differentiates you. A lot of writers and copywriters don't take this approach. A lot of writers and copywriters take the temp job approach, frankly. So you're differentiating yourself from those other writers. Clients will will see and hear right away when they talk to you that you take a different approach, that you're a different type of copywriter. And number four, it feels good. It just feels better (laughs) when you're having that kind of conversation with a client. You don't feel like... You're in a meek position of being interviewed for a job, and you don't feel like you're trying to sell the client in a very inauthentic way. Instead, you're being the good consultant. You're having this conversation with the client. You're asking about their problems. You're suggesting solutions and ideas and help. 
You know, you're being that good consultant right from the very start. And when you hang up the phone, even if you don't get the project, it still feels good. You have that very positive conversation with this client who will remember you. And trust me, they will. So obviously, I recommend taking the consultive approach when you have that initial meeting with a brand new client, with a client who, who hasn't yet decided to hire you, so they're, but they're talking to you about a potential project. Take that consultive approach. Now, how do you do this? How do you take this consultive approach? Let me give you some very specific tips and ideas. First of all, the first question you should ask a client when you get them on the phone is, what do you want to achieve with this project? Start with that question, because that really sets the tone. So if it's a white paper, you can say, you know, what, what are you trying to achieve with this white paper? Or what are you hoping to achieve with this white paper? If it's a sales page for a new product, you'll say, what are you hoping to achieve with this sales page? You know, you, you want to show them that you have an interest in their success. Because keep in mind, your great copywriting isn't really what they're buying, isn't it? They're, hope, they're hoping to get a result from your great copywriting. It goes back to that old saying in marketing that people don't buy a drill, they buy the hole that the drill makes. In the same way, people don't buy your copy, they buy the results that your copy gives them. So always ask about the results they're trying to achieve with the project they're asking you to create. Show an interest in their success. And that really sets the tone. And it's very simple to do. You just start by asking that question, what are you hoping to achieve with this? And then fill in the blank with this white paper, with this press release, with this case study, with this blog post, etc. Secondly, start helping them right away. When the opportunity comes up, offer to brainstorm with them. I had a client on the phone uh, a couple months ago, and they were interested in a white paper, but they weren't 100% sure what the topic is. So on the initial phone call with me, and I, and I know she was speaking with other writers, she said, um, we haven't quite nailed down the topic yet. And I said, okay, well, do you have a couple of minutes? Maybe we can brainstorm that now because I know some techniques and some criteria for picking an effective white paper topic. Can we brainstorm it right now? And she said, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And we spent like five, six, I think it ended up being 10 minutes. And I, and I have a specific criteria for coming up with an, with an effective white paper topic. And we brainstormed together and we, and we narrowed down her focus and we came up with a great topic for her white paper. And by the way, I got that project. <laughs> but I started helping her right out of the gate. And even if I didn't get that project, it would have been fine because I, I helped her out and that, that's what I'm here for. And that's the approach I always want to take with anybody I deal with. So try, try to look for opportunities to help them out right away. You don't necessarily have to brainstorm with them. You can offer them some advice. If they're asking you to write a press release and you ask, for example, well, how are you distributing this uh, press release? If they say, well, we really don't know, we haven't done a lot of press releases, if you have some inside information on, 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 on which services are best and how best to distribute a press release, offer those ideas to the, to the prospect right away. Okay, So that's what you want to do. Look for opportunities to help them right away. Don't jump in with uh, questions about 
the project and how many pages it is and how much money they might pay you and that kind of stuff. Instead, take the approach of helping them uh, with that project right away during that initial conversation with them. Also, don't avoid or postpone any conversation or discussion they want to have about price. What happens with a lot of writers is the client will ask about price. They'll say, well, how much is this going to cost us? And you say, uh, oh, uh, I'll get back to you later with a price once I learn more about the project. Well, that's not very helpful to the client because the client may not want a specific price yet. They know they can't, that you can't quote them a specific price right off the bat without getting more information. But it is helpful to them if they have at least a ballpark of how much they can expect to pay for this type of project. So help them with that. You know, a great way to do that is put it all in the third person, is to say, well, if you're, if you're looking to work with a top professional on, on a white paper like this, you should budget at least $4,000, <laughs> you know, or give them a ballpark. You can say, well, a ballpark price for a, a series of e follow-up emails like that, if you want it, if you want it uh, strategized and written by a top professional, is anywhere from $1,000 to $2,000. So give them a ballpark. Help them out with price. Don't avoid the question of price. Believe me, they'll, they'll thank you for it. They'll thank you for that, for that help. And another tip is only provide your credentials when they ask for, it, for them. Don't jump in with a pitch. Don't jump in and say, oh, by the way, you should know that I have an MBA and I've taken six copywriting courses and I've worked with with 12 uh, top name clients and, you know, all this stuff where you're listing your resume. Don't do that um, unless they ask. If they ask about, you know, your credentials and how many white papers you've written, of course, give them that information. If they ask about the type of clients that you've uh, worked with, give them that information. Or if they ask you, if they ask you to sell them, if they say something like, well, what makes you different? Tell us what makes you different than other white paper writers out there. Give them that information. That, that is a, you know, you, you're, you're, it's okay to pitch at that point. But don't volunteer it. Only do so when asked. And tell them your process. Uh, tell them what's next. Uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of clients feel comfortable working with someone who has a process. So um, instead of asking the client, and a lot of writers make this mistake, they'll ask the client, uh, okay, well, what's the next step? What do you guys want to do? Do you want to have a meeting about the project on Friday? Don't leave it up to the client. Tell them your process. And that fills them with a lot of confidence. You can say for a white paper project, you can say, for example, uh, Mr. Klein, here's how I work. I have an initial one-hour meeting with you to to uh, flesh out the content for the for the white paper. Then I do research, and it takes about two weeks for me to do the research. I give you a, an outline uh, that that shows you, uh, you know, gives you a clear picture of exactly what the white paper is going to look like. You're free to make changes to, to that at that point, and you can go on and on and give them a process. If you give the client a process, that's very helpful to them. That 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 lets them know that you know what you're doing, that you can take the ball and run with it. And also give them a next step after that conversation. If they haven't hired you at the end of that conversation, and by the way, often they will. Often they'll say, okay, you sound like the person we should go with. 
let's get started, <laughs> okay? But if they haven't, give them a clear process. Tell them, uh, hey, Mr. Klein, I'll give you a firm price later today on the project, and I'll, I'll give you a phone call tomorrow before noon to answer any other lingering questions you might have. And if you decide to go with me, I can jump in with both feet on this project starting this Monday. So give them a clear picture of what's going to happen next. That also uh, is very helpful to them and fills them with confidence. So, obviously I'm a fan of the uh, consultive approach, and I recommend that you try it if you're not doing so already. So throw away uh, the role of being a temp employee and and acting like you're looking for a temp job. That's the wrong approach. And you don't have to sell the prospect. That's also the wrong approach. Be the good consultant. Offer ideas, strategies. Be helpful. Always be helpful during this initial uh, conversation you have with a new prospect. And trust me, if you take that approach, then more of these conversations are going to turn into more projects for you. And the best part is, They'll probably turn into projects for you at your price. It's much easier to get a top price for your services when you take this consultive approach. So that's this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it's helpful to you. If you have any questions or if you have any topic suggestions or comments, would you do me a favor? You can send me an email. My email address is steve at steveslonwhite.com. You can reach me right there. And I look forward to hearing from you. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. <laughs>